0: So I have been doing a lot of foundational attention work with this puppy so that he can learn to focus on me as interesting on a walk, at least as much as the other things on the walk. Maybe I can't fully compete with a squirrel yet, but at least he has the idea that I am in the set of things that are interesting, even though it's mostly just because I have tasty treats for him. And again, I don't, give, I don't beg him to take the treats, but I wait until he tunes into me, looks at me, even if it's just a glance, especially if it's really distracting, to remind him that checking in with me, coming close to me, is a good thing for him. It's not just a thing that I say or I ask for that's naggy or inconvenient to the dog. So now I have the baseline I need to start teaching him some things like sit and down. A really easy way to teach these commands to the dog these behaviors is by manipulating their body with the food so they have to already have the interest in and the understanding that the treat is for them and that they will get it this is where your practice from an earlier recording of having the dog lick the treat for a few moments before you give it to them comes in handy that way they, they don't cultivate a habit of hit and run. That's what I call it. They come in, they hitch up for the treat, you give it to them, they run off. You're only worth their split-second attention if you only use a split-second to give them the treat. So once they're used to coming in towards you to get the treat, maybe also you back up a few steps to, increase in, to encourage them to keep moving towards you. Now, if I'm going to start teaching the behavior of sit, he's nibbling the treat. He's right in front of me. I'm raising it up slowly over the back of his head towards his rump. And when his rump hits the ground, I'm going to give him the treat the instant that he's solidly sitting. I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm not going to give him the word yet until that... Motion of putting his rump on the ground is quite solid because dogs start to associate the word with what they're doing when they hear the word. So if you start saying sit before the dog actually knows the body behavior of sitting, sit comes to mean anything from lick the treat while i'm holding it to dance around and look confused to i give up and i wander off because in this context i'm i've decided from my experience i'm not actually going to get the treat or something like that so if you're finding that you're offering the treat and he's not staying interested long enough for you to get him to um, really focus on and try to figure out how to get the treat, then try a couple of things. One, make sure that you're doing this with the dog on an empty stomach. Do it before breakfast, do it before dinner, before mealtime. That will help the dog have more interest. Like I said before, if somebody's just given me a $100 bill, I'm a lot less interested in working for a quarter or a dollar than I am if I'm down to my last dollar. So it's kind of like that. The other thing is the puppy might not, or dog, might not yet have figured out how... How do I want to say it? how predictable, how regularly, how guaranteed he is to get the treat for paying attention to you. If he's taking the treat, but still glancing over his shoulder, cause you know, a dog went by a minute ago, or you walked past a house with a squirrel a couple of doors down, he might still be thinking about that less than about your food. So you might have to give several treats in a row for attention To really make you, again, the most interesting thing going on. Then you raise the treats. Maybe you have a couple of them. So you can still give one for the attention of looking up. And still have another one ready. For him to practice. Putting his rear end on the ground to get the treat. Good boy. Good boy. So... Charlie Brown was very helpful through all of that, reminding me all the things that I could do to make it easier because he was struggling with all of those things as I was describing them. But in the end, we've gotten there a couple of times now in this conversation. Oh, I see. There is literally a squirrel in the next yard. <laughs> so that's got his attention. But he, I'm walking backwards and... He came towards me, I'm giving him treats. Uh, I'm gonna put the the sit on the back burner for now and just reward him for tuning into me and forgetting about the squirrel. And know that every walk is a new opportunity. And sometimes it takes multiple opportunities before the conditions are right for you to get the results that you want especially when you're building a foundation you can't be too attached to the outcome that you want like I wanted to have practiced this 5 or 10 times by now we've successfully done it like 3 but I'm not going to get frustrated and I'm not going to keep repeating what's not working so if I can't keep him focused on the treat ...to practice the sit... ...then I'm going to give up for today... ...or at least for now... ...because I don't want to reinforce... ...the behavior of giving up. I don't want to reinforce the behavior... ...of deciding it's not worth it for him to try. And I want to reinforce... ...enthusiasm, focus, and attention. So on the day that I want to practice something... ...if I don't have those things... I'm going to have to be willing to put it on the shelf until I do. And that's okay. Now we can just have a nice walk in the neighborhood and go back to practicing the fundamentals of while he's having his walk with me, if he thinks to check in, look at me, come toward me, I still have a pocket full of treats to reward him with. And that's still getting us closer to that... um, That sit training that I want to do because you can't do that without the focus. Like so many things in life, if we don't focus on it, if we are not focusing our attention on it, it doesn't happen.